0: Recording live from inside Colin Samuel's Stretchy Pants, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 27 of the Vocal Minority Podcast, an abstract and entertaining look at the once poster club of dysfunction, Toronto FC. The panel this evening, is always, editor for SB Nation's Waking the Red blog is Duncan Fletcher. Hey, hey. Also, author of the West End Girl blog, and not anymore because she just shook her head. Also, writer for Waking the Red is Kristen Knowles. Hello, hello. God, I love editing. I love it so much. From the Yorkies blog, editor, principal writer, Tony Walsh.
0: Arriva Durchy.
1: And also from the Yorkies blog, match reporter, and Photoshop abuser, that's me, Mark Hinckley. <laughs> So it turns out the Wizard of MLS, Tim Bezbachenko, couldn't do what I genuinely expected him to pull off, and that is find a way to keep Laba at Toronto FC. Once upon a time, this club couldn't find one designated player worth his pay rate. Now we appear to have an embarrassment of riches. Early reports he was loaned, but now it has been traded to Vancouver for what appears to be a selection of discarded umbrellas from the BC place lost and found. Is anybody surprised at this outcome?
2: surprised like surprised in that he got traded surprised in that
1: did you see or could you see another way this would have ended other than a trade realistically
2: in my oh realistically in my little fancy world absolutely of course but um no obviously after getting all the other toys can only have so many toys in the sandbox and this one we were not going to get to keep but it was just a matter of trading or loaning
0: I think the only surprise for people really was in the matter that it happened, in that everyone said, oh, loan! Excellent! We're loaning him out, this is perfect, he's going to Vancouver, okay, that's not great, but we're getting him back next year. And then it was 24 hours later when the truth came out, so it was a trade. I don't think if it was... If the whole loan thing ever came out, maybe people wouldn't have been happy that it was Vancouver, but, you know, it wouldn't have been quite the shock. I think people really set themselves up to sing, oh, the loan, fantastic, and it was a bit of a letdown, and then it was... Trade, futures, futures being this big, very gray cloud of what does that mean. We can get into what Bezbachenko hinted what it might mean. But I think that was the surprise slash letdown for some people.
3: You're talking about what Bezbachenko hinted. and This is essentially a loan. I mean, they're calling it a trade, but it's a loan with an option to buy for Vancouver. Apparently, the, the future considerations is they give us something random amount of money. Bezbachenko apparently is pump the tires suggest this is huge and crazy all they give is lava back which this is a loan with an option to buy by any other name I know. i was in jamaica when this happened i was like fully following the Ooh, whole thing it was all very uh, it was all very bananas. confusing name yes. dropping. uh-huh Rager. um so yeah but i don't know the full details but it's like eh, right, this is just a loan but for whatever reason they had to call it a trade
2: well from pretty much whatever was said in article on the sun with kurt larson it, it did very much make it sound like, well, they're going to have to pay a great deal of money, you know. you could see it with the steepling fingers, with mm-hmm. the evil, evil smirk. Whoa. Exactly. Is that
1: what is called steepling fingers? Yes. Dude,
2: that's 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 this is the Mr. Burns. I know
0: I can't. It's, yeah, it's the, religious. It's the
2: Burns maneuver. But it, it was very clear, you know, with a lot of wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh yes, yes, yes. It's a trade, but we will. Uh, it will be very dear for Vancouver to get him back.
0: I mean, we we could say this pretty much with. 90% of the transactions in MLS but mm. the ambiguity of it is what mm-hmm. drives it, it, it that's what leaving people feeling a sense of uncertainty with this deal because yes we think I mean that it's but. nothing but hints but it could very well be something completely different yes he did kind of give the idea that if Vancouver could ma- could come up with the monetary I guess deal for or whatever or Exchange of players that they could keep Lava. It, it strikes me as a strange deal that Vancouver would do. Would agree
2: to absolutely. But look at their. Why
0: own. would they do it with no with no end game? Get a top quality player for a season for a
1: season. you Get to try this guy out with no commitment. Exactly. You didn't have to do the legwork. You get him for a year. If you like him, you, you know it's a lease. He was leased. Why didn't people just say it was a lease? Yeah. Trad
0: lease. Right, He's a condo.
1: Let's start yeah. this over. No money down. One percent financing. Glad
0: we got that settled.
1: So let's start this over. Early reports stated he was leased. <laughs> to vancouver oh that's fantastic well, come down to crazy tim's and, and
2: lease yourself a midfielder
1: so was future considerations truly the best like was this lease least the best thing that could happen couldn't have toronto been served better with a loan say even back to argentina
0: I, I find it interesting i the timing of the deal i wonder if they were really burning up the phones trying to get this deal done because the closer it got to march 1st You would think that every team in the league would have them over the barrel, really. You're taking this or you're losing him. And I guess no matter how good or bad the Vancouver deal ends up being, it possibly was the only palatable one on the table.
2: It gets him out of our conference, if anything. Like, that's, as much as I dislike seeing him in Vancouver, because, well, it's Vancouver, we don't have to face him that often. So whatever Vancouver does doesn't affect what happens to TFC's season. No, I think it's it's the best place for him in that he's far away. I would, uh, would you rather he be in Portland? No.
3: Portland's far away. It's further You're, away. Your exact argument was just he's far away. What? I was Portland. But no, no, he's going to make
2: a really good team. Really, really good. Vancouver, oh. they're not that great a team. He could oh. make them. Are you no saying way. he he wouldn't then, look then good that's in a beard? More interesting to watch.
0: What? He doesn't look good in a beard and skinny jeans. Some plaid He'd be fine if not of, everyone a can
2: turn that off. Over his shoulder. Come on. Well, I don't think plaid's his
3: thing though. <laughs>
0: not with that attitude.
3: Plaba. <laughs> that and truly
0: that is the big loss that we have lost yeah. yeah, uh chance, you know. Yeah, that's true. No more Mr. Labaman.
3: Labba! Laba. Yeah. Mr. Laba
1: but
3: What's a labas?
1: The the original idea I had was is there a value is there is there an inherent value for him to stay within the league versus him being loaned outside of it, even if it's just to go back home. Is he better? Is his career better served sure, being loaned out to Vancouver, say, versus being loaned back to? Uh, I'm not sure what club he went came from. Racing was it? Racing or
0: Newell's Old Boys? Newell's
1: Old Boys. There we the go. knob. Yeah, yes. getting loaned back to Newell's Old Boys. Like, is,
3: is does his career grow being in MLS versus Argentinian Primera? I guess he obviously kind of thought it did, or he wouldn't have moved out here in the first place. And. I mean, that was one thing they came out and said that, you know, Matthias really wants to stay in MLS, so we're going to work with that. I guess, you know, we, we take these guys at face value, and, you know, he does think being in MLS is better. With it. It's more quality of life versus career. Say, exactly. yeah, I think Jacks him being in MLS, be it increases his chances of coming back to Toronto next year. I don't know. I, I don't feel right about the whole thing, really.
2: I just have a brief uh, interjection. Uh, it wasn't Newell's uh, wiki report here. Uh, it was Argentinos
3: talking that these whole Argentinian teams were all mixed up with and everything what happened that there was a deal that Kevin Payne had where TFC was supposed to have some kind of deal laid on where we were going to get some other dude from Argentina have the, have the new guys completely abandoned that or I th- do, we, do we still have that ace up our sleeve
0: I think the new guys abandoned pretty much everything Kevin Payne had up his sleeve yeah,
3: yeah.
1: I can't even think of the guy's name. Went to Portland after 15 minutes of Rudy. If Rudy. anything, if anything proves the idea that that other guy from Argentina maybe come to Toronto, it's the fact that a Rudy played for
0: 37 30, minutes. 37
1: Babe minutes. Is the number on his back. 37 minutes. pain's canned, and a Rudy's gone. In that order. Yeah. If you can't find a way to want to keep the guy you just got, what makes you think you're going to bring the other idiot he was thinking of getting?
0: I think if they could have fit Maxi Rudy in the cardboard box that Kevin Payne walked out of BMO Field with, they, could have, they would have folded him nicely.
1: His boxes are pretty big. These Off interviews. you go,
0: boys. Yeah,
3: as long as there was no cucumbers in the box where they may have been fine. <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> sure of that reference. Man. He just no, like he does, cucumbers like cucumbers.
2: Come on, it was in all the interviews. All
3: horror movies. Remember? Oh, oh sorry, I'm thinking of yeah. Payne. I did the Photoshop oh, thing, God, thing for dude. you. Freddie Krueger with cucumber fingers. All right, <laughs> sweet. <Yeah. Aww>. For <laughs> goodness! I'm just killing it today. <laughs> Look at you. You've, so much that you've got edited out. hashtag Cucumber fingers. This is going <laughs> 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 to <This is laughs> be five minutes long. Yeah, yes. for yeah. editing. Yeah. 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 Fagundes, yeah. you guys. This, this I edited <laughs> this. This <yeah, laughs>
1: whole podcast. <laughs> we went from an hour to two minutes first. As you may have heard, we are very likely getting new neighbors. On Wednesday, March 5th, uh, the Board of Governors convened discussing the expansion to Mimo Field, possibly going up to 30 or 40,000 seats. Other amenities include a roof and a CFL team potentially screwing everything up. So first off, did anything of any information value come out of this meeting, or is this sh- we already knew?
3: Yes and no. I think mainly it is sh- we already knew. I mean, you know, it's very much the way they were presenting it. It's the complete fit, accompli. The Argos are coming, you know, that's happening, which you know, I think we all deep down knew that was the case as soon as Luiki really started pumping it out. You know, at that point, yeah, this is already done. Um, so I'm in mean, no surprised about that. Uh, and the basic plans aren't all that surprising either. It's, I um, guess, one surprise would be the whole retractable seats at the end zone because they've got to make the pitch longer. Uh, that's actually going to be at both ends, so they're going to be kind of, I guess, knocking down a bit of the, the north stand and the south as well and fitting surprised. things in a little for sure. But yeah, it, it's basically you know what you'd expect uh, as well. Hybrid grass. They were very openly saying, "Yep, this is what we're going to be doing." Same as all those Premiership teams in Europe. It's 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 not really much surprising. You know, there's a few little extras here or there which you know maybe we weren't aware of. You gotta love. North Americanizing the soccer for people. The Premier League is in Europe? Come on. Come on. (laughs) It's the European Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Coming soon. I love it. I love it. Continent wide. You you can tell, like, Bob Hunter, he's he's like the guy who's in charge of buildings and all that sort of thing. He knows what he's doing when it comes to building a stadium, knows fuck all about sports. Brilliant. And, you know, fair enough, that's not his job. I think he said the NFL instead of CFL at some point.
2: Oh, more than once. It was yeah. actually quite hilarious. Isn't that Freudian of them? Yeah. Yeah, Just indeed. a tiny little bit.
3: Indeed.
1: We told him too much. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> up. Wrong meeting,
2: Bob. Shut up, Bob. <laughs> Speaking of Bob, actually, we were chatting uh, with him a little bit after the meeting, the official meeting broke up, and asking him actually about the turf. So is this one particular brand of hybrid, is this a Dundale Oh, no. We're still looking at three different options, including... Somehow, magically, keeping it just regular grass, which is not going to happen. So, because we were asked, Well, I was asking him quite poignantly. Because in our row, our seatmates happened to be the Tims. And managed to situate ourselves next to Bez and Lewicki. And when the hybrid grass slide came up, I was snarking. And Bez leaned over and was telling me about all the EPL stadiums that use hybrid grass. Basically saying, shut up, stop snarking. And I was like, oh, thank you for the information. But I decided to use this to my advantage and asked him about, well paint lines have you found out a way to wash away the paint lines and he through much whispered conversation assured me that they would not go forward with this without them finding a way to make it invisible to the supporter eye whether that means they're giving us lots of beer uh or dark glasses (laughs) i'm not sure Lower the price (laughs) do you see the lines now two dollars come on (laughs) So I, uh, I, and I asked myself, I said, so yeah. you have, have you seen a demo of this alleged technique that washes away the paint? Well, no. Oh, okay. But you're going to see a demo. Well, they, they've assured us. Oh, okay. Well, as long mm, as they've, mm. they've assured you, then that's really the, uh, that's really the important thing. You never
1: let science get in the way of <laughs> of, 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 of sales assure- Exactly. Uh-huh. So
2: it's, uh, I think there's a lot of high level, this is what we want to have. There's a lot of reality of what's actually going to happen, but we all knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't a lot of TFC people in terms of protesting at the, at the meeting. It was mostly the community people there actually, which, which is good because it's going to have a longer term impact on them than it is on us and that they live there.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But I really don't care. I just don't want to see lines on the pitch and I want to be able to sit close.
3: So mm-hmm. that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it is something like you mentioned there the 30,000 yeah. is going to be like the basic In when it, in, it's in its TFC mode, it will be 30,000 and then be putting on the extra seats for winter classics and grey cups and uh, the world cup 2026 that's it was right there did you know that we got the world cup 2026 we've got it already huzzah there's other things they were saying there it's a done deal it's just a question of very well what do we get out of it and you know it looks like there's going to be roof you know definitely over the west and east stands and yeah little bits of roof who knows exactly what over the the north and south and uh, the concourse is going to be all uh, basically the same level that the west stand currently is. So it's the ground level concourse, and like southeast, north is going to be gone, and it's going to be so much nicer apparently, and uh, a whole bunch of more washrooms. Yes, so, more washrooms. Yes, so they Very are. important. This whole thing is going to turn BMO Field into one big toilet.
2: But will those washrooms have hot water? That mm. is the question, because they don't now.
0: As is laid on the table, I will address it with a big whoop. Goodness! can do. Mm-hmm. I will play the devil's advocate to this because I see no good in this plan whatsoever for so many reasons, and I know that's an opinion not shared by many who look at the big picture and see the nice shiny photos of a roof and a stand. And you hit—we've t- touched on the topics that it, it affects my soccer experience, as they like to say. First, and, and this changes for everyone. Everyone has their own threshold of what they can accept and some people can go and enjoy a uh, NASL versioned soccer experience. It's not for me, it, it might be for you, fine. My my threshold is paint lines. No matter how faded they are, I can't watch a I can't watch the sport on the lines. It takes away from my enjoyment, as Vesbachenko said to you, and has been proven nowhere in the world yet. There isn't a turf system, grass system, any kind of system where paint lines, gridiron paint lines can be completely erased from a pitch. You will see them. And I love how the idea of being thrown out. Well, if we wait five or six days between an Argosman. Oh, so TFC is never going to play a uh, CONCACAF match uh, in the playoffs. MLS is fine. They're going to be like, yeah, you take six days. Yeah.
3: Well, if if you're going to have a 30,000 seat (laughs) stadium, you Uh, better
0: be making the playoffs a lot. Because... A losing team playing on faded pitch isn't very sexy to fill fill your thirty thousand seat. No matter how many roofs and concourses and toilets you have, you're getting fifteen thousand people, maybe less. If you're not making, if you're not the best team in the league every year, just to overcome the bad points, of what could come to this pitch? Now, listen, this could happen. I don't know. There's no science right now where this is successful.
2: Hey, as Bez said to me, uh, you can't ask Jermaine Defoe to play on paint line.
0: Jermaine Defoe's contract will nearly be done by time this is complete. So Jermaine Defoe is not in their worries. They may try hard to get the grid line. Once it becomes not a financial necessity for them, once they realize that, oh, you know, we can get the soccer mom crowd in and get a profitable crowd in, they don't really care about the lines. They're not going to bother too much, even if, you know, it is capable, but it takes a lot of effort and a lot of money. I don't, I just don't see the success of this. And that, this is just a personal point. This is my problem with the stadium I don't see how we can continue with the to use a terrible phrase true soccer experience with this sharing plan I don't care about sharing with the Argos I don't really don't care if there was a way to share and and we went and truly didn't see their presence at a, at a TFC match I don't care if they're there but I care if I have to look at faded Rona ads, lines, and a big Toronto Sun logo in the middle of the pitch.
3: You mentioned one thing there, which reminded me of something talking about, oh, Jermaine Defoe's contract's going to be done. Yeah, probably not. I think the Argos are going to be moving in, I like, 2016 at the latest. Okay. They were saying when the construction's going to happen is basically right after Labor Day. So I think when the exhibition shuts down uh, this year, they're going to be starting work, which is probably just going to be laying foundation work like behind the East Stand, which the footprint is going to be going out 90... Feet, so I think they're going to be doing that. So, basically, starting in September and then working through until March, April, who knows when exactly, then like taking a break and then doing it again, like 2015, Labor Day to the start of the TFC season, roughly. Yeah, and that's uh, when it's going to be done. So, it's going to be very interesting to see. How they actually do that without messing around with BMO Field when so this I, game is being played. So
0: a possible 2016 landing of the Argos. Yes, at the, least, yeah. at the least. Do any of us really think they care about Jermaine Defoe's last two seasons of contract if it means making a buttload more money for, the, for MLSC?
2: But does this make up a little more money for MLS? Sure,
0: they have the rights to all the stadium revenue, right? If
3: I'm Everyone correct. knows the Argos is a good money sell for out every single game. Everybody that's ever owned Diago. Twenty-five thousand. think there's going to be
0: 25,000
2: Argos fans at every single Argos game? No, but enough. You think there's going to gonna be 10,000 Argos 10 fans? 10 more
0: dates for them is a. 10 more dates for them, Gosh. even. 10 more dates for them with 18,000, 19,000 people is a lot more money in their coffers. Fair enough. And... This is not even the end game, anyway. The end game for MLSC is making nice with the NFL. The end game here ah, is Ah, but the, the
2: Bills aren't coming
0: anymore. No, right? no. The, yeah, the really? Bills aren't coming because
3: the Bills will come when Bon Jovi brings them.
0: Yeah, when when Larry Tannenbaum and Bon Jovi bring them. The end game is NFL. It's protecting okay,
2: protecting heroes. the
0: Argos because the NFL is uneasy coming here if someone kills the Argos. And if they say we did everything we can to save these Argos, that <laughs> that's how I see
2: this. All right.
1: The extra revenue is, is, to me, it's going to make a difference, especially if they own it. If it's going to be the same situation where if Braley still owns the team, he's going to get a better rent deal, but obviously they're not. They're going to buy him out. Obviously, MLSC is going to buy the Argos, and those extra dates will make a difference because uh, Roger Center slash Skydome were making bank off of the Argos, even for a minimal crowd because they got no money off of the concessions, no money off of parking, no money off of uh, advertising revenue. The only thing the Argos were making money off of was gate. And that was part of the deal. They got, they basically got stadium for free. But you get nothing. You get to make no money from the stadium itself. Um, In this case, they will make money from everything. And even though the Argo tickets, which last I checked weren't the cheapest in the league, if they keep the same price and move them to a lesser facility like BMO Field, they're going to keep the ticket prices the exact same. And those same fifteen thousand people, even if it's only fifteen thousand people. Show up for a game. That's all revenue going to the same person instead of being split. The, yeah, the CFL doesn't. A CFL team doesn't need to have that many people in the crowds to break
3: even. So it's going to make sense, economically speaking. Yeah, but they were saying at the meeting that you know this is very much the city came to them yes. and said, yeah, you we want you to bring the Argos in. And, and, what, okay, and I so- think at that point it's a quid pro quo thing. You know. You know, TFC and, wants to do this, this, and this with its stadium, so they can have all their winter classics so, and all that sort of thing. And was very much like that. And back. so it's like, all right, you want to do all those things? Bring the Argos in as well, yeah. and it's all that And don't
2: ask us to pay for it, and Louie uh, said it was coming from the private sector. Okay, so. but that doesn't make sense mm-hmm.
0: to me. Why would they do it then? If it's all private sector money what what's the need we never they never found this need with CFC before in 7 years we haven't had, needed a roof apparently we haven't needed expanded uh, attendance but we have well what no we haven't really a roof yeah we don't need bigger we don't need a bigger stadium right now why? Because they signed the, two players. The, the
3: Winter Classics is the oh, league. so that, they, as far as well, when we're so talking about NFL being the end game, the end, the end game for BMO Field is Winter Classics. Exactly. The way the NHL mm-hmm. is going, there's probably going to be a Winter one classic every, every month, two or three years at most. They'll have a Winter. There'll be there'll be a special Leaf Classic every year. And ridiculously expensive tickets make a shitload of money. I, and, you know, ooh, all right, so there's 15,000 TFC fans rattling around a 30,000 stadium. Who cares? Because once a year we get to do this, and this is awesome. That's their end game.
0: I guess, but monetarily, does that really cover the 120 odd million? And it will be bigger than that, obviously. Construction of this of, of new does. BMO?
2: They think For it a does. couple of
0: ho- outdoor hockey games?
2: Yeah. They think they're gonna grow TFC, which, you know, if, if if we look at it totally from what we would see, what what would we want ultima- ultimately? Would you not want a stadium that is better built, that has a roof, um, some roof, something so we're not like
0: if it looks like s- anything close to giant stadiums Well, then, no, pitch, of course then- not,
2: absolutely not. I'm saying if we got what we wanted, would you want to keep BMO the way it is? If you could, if you could change BMO, what would you change about it?
0: Sure, I'd like a roof, but not at the expense of anything I'm
2: else. I'm not asking you about the expense of anything
0: else. Oh, but yeah, but that's pie in the sky. That's, you know, yeah, sure, we'd all love a wonderful, you know, yeah, we're build European it. ground. But, you know, we... We get to move to Europe? Yes, we get to move To the European year. Premier League? Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, we're all moving I to the European Premier League, Premier League, where all every team has hybrid grass. <laughs> yeah. no no, mean, paint no, but I mean, the, that's kind of... Not apples and oranges, but I mean... It just, why why the necessity to do it now? Why, like, the big bad city telling them you must take the Argos? Nobody tells MLSC in the city what they have to do. Yeah, that's a load of crap. <laughs> Some of
2: it's optics, but, you know, TL it's... also wants to make a splash, right? Like, he's here, he's thrown a lot of big pronouncements, he's taken charge of the Raptors, he's got Drake in tow, yeah. recruiting left, right, and center. He wants to make a big splash. Well, and remake the stadium.
0: It's happening. Argos are coming. I just feel our it. football is last of their concerns, and yes. the soccer experience yeah. is about the experience of how fast you can get a hot dog and how qu- like short your line is going to the washroom, not about oh, watching mm-hmm. the that,
1: match. Welcome to yeah. welcome to modern North American sports. I
0: Absolutely.
1: mean, that's that's uh, well,
0: yes, but uh, uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, tell that to the you know the other MLS clubs who are building full soccer-only mm-hmm. stadiums. Yeah. Ah, why do we have then.
3: to be different I, I would say this whole thing it's at best it, it's win-win tie it's win for the Argo is the A hey, they actually oh, yeah, have a yeah it's a, a place big win to them. for them yeah. uh, it's a win for mlse they'll get their fancy new stadium paid for by Agreed. other people whether it's the government or sponsorship partners whatever uh, so win-win there and then the TFC at best it's a tie you know maybe we'll come out of this with a big stadium that is there'll be some good things some bad things maybe or it'll be okay it could well be win-win, lose-win-win, win tie. I'd say the best, but yeah, TFC is not really that important the economics to this sense, whole thing.
1: The economics still doesn't still doesn't make any sense. One of the very first things I, I know I spoke to you, Tony, about this, um, was that why why go through the trouble of accommodating a team that has ten home games at the expense of the team that has seventeen, eighteen, nineteen home games in a season? Like to me. Like in the in, in the best case scenario, the Argos would only have twelve home games and that includes a includes a Grey Cup. The which cup which
0: they gray. would end up playing at Skydome for some reason. Probably.
1: <laughs> Actually no, at this rate they, they probably they did wouldn't. mention
3: Grey Cup's being. Yes, that's yeah. that's, that's in the that special events the things picture.
1: Things. Mm-hmm. They 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 depending on how big like if they can get it to forty thousand permanent and then find a way to add another ten thousand seats. No, no, absolutely. forty
2: thousand is the special event capacity. We'll that's see. for the Winter Classics and the Grey Cup. Even and to,
1: other things, mm, but even even still, like the money, the money that's generated from a, a Grey Cup once every couple of years, like even even on CFL terms, that will that will help you. That will change the fortunes of your club for this year, for the for the year that it was played and the following year. You will do that well, but it's only got a two year effect. For the rest of the games, like to, it still doesn't make any sense. I would ra- if I was, you know, if I was a money man and I was looking to preserve what I've got, I would rather take the guarantee of 17 than ruin it by adding another 10 and screwing the original 17
2: dates. Okay, so for mm. those of you that have tuned in mid-podcast, Why we are you do not an Argos CFL podcast just so the, you know I'm just the, we're just very passionate life. about this whole femo field thing nobody's nobody's <laughs> the little that button that goes back to it people do it all the time you have a
0: mouse <laughs> use it
2: look I'm trying to rest this podcast back on track you all can suck it oh well, honestly
1: I mean I think I think oh. The stadium issue is is contentious because it's quietly creeping up. And I say quietly, we all it's know not quiet. No, It's not quiet, it's quite. At us. it's quiet no, it because is. what's happening is I'm, it's, it's very incremental. We're showing you, oh, well, this is... Oh, sure. with every yeah. little step, it's like, oh, well, see, it's not that bad. Oh, see, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's mm. kind of like... It's it's kind of as if you were swimming in a, in a heated pool and they just keep cranking up a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more. And it's boiling. like it used it's to, hot. and yeah. then you're boiling. And, yeah. and, and, and it's a terrible analogy, I accept that. No, it's but, a perfect analogy. But, but my point is, is that... Is that if they were just if they were going to lay all their cards out on the table and say, "Well, this is what's going to happen: tractable seats. We don't know what's going to happen with the turf. You're going to have to just suck it up and deal with it. Too bad." That would cause anarchy. They would their season ticket renewal would have plummeted this season. If there was a wait list, they would have left too. It would all be
3: gone. But that's not how you play this. You got to now, do it
1: by little baby step, baby step. Oh, yeah, Maybe that's um, fine. This,
3: guys. this is already decided. By the time the the baby step of let's talk about it with the public is happening. The decisions are already well made and way down the line. This is happening. There was a
0: day last summer, June or July, where, magically, Rob Ford and Tim Lewicki mentioned an expanded BMO field and the CFL within 20 minutes of each other at two different events in the city. This deal was done. This deal has been done a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And and my only point, really, at at the end of it is I, I don't care about... The facility, I don't care about. The Argos, more power to them. I don't really care if they're there, if it didn't change anything. I only care about TFC. And to me, I don't really see, anyway, the, at the end of this equation, how we are really better off. A concourse and a roof with open ends, you know, mm-hmm. that doesn't stop sideways wind, Yeah, doesn't really make my day better at BMO Field. Having 10,000 more people there, you know, when a team with whatever DP comes to town doesn't make my day better it just makes the tunnel longer under the go train tracks mm-hmm. i don't see what we're you know in the end we're not getting anything out of this that's how i see it mm-hmm. it's a long way to go for a roof Basha, that's, all I,
2: that's how i that's how i go push.
0: what happened D-O-D became the
1: illest what happened phony mcs
3: getting finished what happened you face defeat and we the winners wicked with the lyrics in a minute you're diminished i hear people say back in the
1: day he wasn't right. like this all right, last week, TFC wrapped up its participation in the Disney Pro Soccer Classic by thrashing the teacups. Woo. Daniel Henry was cautioned for making too much of a commotion as they were waiting in line. They also wrapped up the tournament, finishing 0-2-1 in group play and ended the tournament losing to Fluminense's under-23s in the 7th place match, meaning they ended
3: up dead last. Guys, how meaningful are these results? Should we be concerned at all? Nah. Results? No. Don't care. There's potentially bits you can look at from how they played and... All that sort of thing, but even that, Jermaine is still not present. Um, Gilberto was injured. You know, we didn't have any of our proper right backs out there. You know, there's there's a whole bunch of things you can throw out there.
0: Yeah, results meaningless. Depth slightly worrying. Yes, that's that's pretty much what I took out of all of spring. You know, they didn't play any kind of consistent lineup. Really, they chopped and. Through guys all over the place due to injuries and absences, but uh, I think that's all I take away from it is it's it could be a shaky start because I don't think they've necessarily found their starting eleven, and I think they've been exposed that if they get a rash of injuries, that depth isn't quite as depthy as we thought it might be. Depth-y. it's a science
2: word. Is that the science I, word of the week? That's a good science word. I would word.
3: disagree that they got the starting 11. I mean, especially you know, we got rid of uh, did Reggie Lamb, there's not really that much competition on the wings. Mm-hmm. I think you know, it's clearly Cesar, Morrow, what about
0: the midfield, Caldwell, Henry? I think that yeah, the back is
3: yeah, the backs, and then I think um, who's it, uh, Bradley and Osorio mm-hmm. uh, nailed on to in the middle. Then Ray and Jackson, whichever wing they decide to swap to at any particular point. And He's he Dero, Yeah. And then there's Dero. It's a good point. He should be in there somewhere. That's probably the one thing. And then really it's is. and
0: then it's again it's Dero on the wing or in the center. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it's close. The the starting eleven full strength is close. I don't think there's that much. Work. My concern is the the bench. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: my concern is sort of both in that the starting eleven, whatever we view is the best starting eleven, which we're going to get to, hasn't played together. Yeah, they've they've played little chunks of them, but they have not even been in the same room together for longer than five minutes, other than to you know go to a basketball game. But um, and that the last game where it was clearly basically the bench playing, which unfortunately was our starting team a lot last year. Only worse. That was the scary thing is that our bench is not a they're not a they're not a complete team. They're not what you want to see out there every week. But at least they're not going to be starting every week. We hope as long as Gilberto is well and Defoe as well and all those people that we've penciled in or penned into our starting 11s are actually there in Seattle and here against DCU and going forward. Otherwise, yeah, it's scary.
1: So after after our, I guess that would be what, four games down south, are there any surprises in what you would perceive to be your starting 11 for the beginning of the season or is it largely no. set in stone we're just trying to figure out the fringe?
3: Yeah, I don't think there's anyone that, has really stepped up and said, Oh shit, this guy needs to be in the starting lineup. I think you know, Nick Haglund has looked okay and said, like, Ah, right, he's probably worth a contract and can be decent depth, but and there's very few people that you know were maybe on the bubble that have stepped up and shown, Yeah, you should be there. Yeah. So it's pretty much, eh, well, what you thought would be the lineup probably still is the lineup.
2: Yeah, Kyle Becker didn't change anybody's mind. No, if anything, he solidified last year's opinion. As far as I'm concerned, but,
0: which is which is solidly mediocre.
2: Yeah, have fun in Wilmington.
0: You think? I'm I don't. Not, I don't. The, I'm I don't so think. Sure. I don't think. think so
2: no, I don't think they'll send him there. I think they should, but or not. I don't know. I just. I don't see anything different from him this year. I, I don't know what he's going to do going forward. I don't know if he's got a career past this level of just being a bench player or just playing for Canada. Poor guy.
1: Well, I mean, if he goes to Wilmington, at least Wiedemann will have somebody to hang out with. Well, Wiedemann, Wiedemann is Wiedemann. not going to Wilmington. Shh.
2: He's our starting don't striker. ruin yeah. the dream.
0: <laughs> As much as we, we laugh about that, really it is. is. Wiedemann right now is. is the number one guy off the bench. Oh, we're so
2: screwed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, but it's true. It's so sad. Yeah, He maybe. is not going anywhere in Wilmington. No, okay. Manny's so, going to Wilmington. Yeah, Wiedemann is sense. right
0: now number one off the bench. If they are gonna pick up another name, it's likely gonna be to fill the departed Reggie Lamb.
2: But we know who's coming.
0: And we to fill yeah, we have a good idea who that might be and it rhymes with Missy. What does it rhyme <laughs> with? <laughs> what? what does
3: what does it rhyme with?
0: Dizzy Momofuco cookies? <laughs> no. Not even close. Paul Is that what
1: we're saying?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we haven't heard any rumors mm-hmm. or anything close to anyone coming in to fill the number one striker off the bench so get well soon Gilberto (laughs) and hamstrung Jermaine Defoe which is not really a injury anyways no if there's any way that DK can get better faster that would be wonderful too
1: thanks man the fastest he could get Uh, better
0: is probably September
2: I was gonna say yeah
3: regardless it's not until the fall together.
1: Pseudo-pundit wouldn't be worth their salt if they didn't stick their neck out from time to time and make a bold statement of what the season will bring. So, predictions around the horn. What you got for point total? What are you feeling?
2: What am I feeling? Um, what are you feeling? More than last year. More than last year. I is know. A isn't solid, a, that's a solid. I'm putting my neck out there. I will stand by that.
0: Vegas called. High roller in town. Damn
2: right. Place money on those odds. Well, the, over,
0: the Vegas over-under on TFC's point total this year... Favorite. 50 and a half points.
1: I think they'll get
0: 50 and a half points.
2: I'm totally right. on board with that. That half point is so TFC. They're
1: going to get, it's going to be, they're going to They're gonna be up 1 0 halftime, monsoon, and they're never going to play it again. They'll just say, screw it, one and a half points. Surely, if
3: we're winning, we should get... Well, you're one and a half points. Because it's only half a game. Sure. I thought, you were, against I thought you were suggesting we get half a point, but one and a half points, yeah. That's if it's a draw. Uh, so well, yeah. Less, maybe. yeah. We get a participation yeah. ribbon. Yeah, for sure. If we've getting them... We just, have seven of those.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I was just making that point. I, <laughs> I am going to say under. Really? I, I think they're going to have a slow start, a... Mediumish summertime, and then pick up as the chemistry builds, and hopefully make. And all that really matters in MLS is getting hot before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I think I think they're going to come just under the 50-point mark, make the playoffs. So 49 think, and a half points. 49 and three quarters points make the playoffs. I'm not sure if it'll be in the wild card position or in the the last actual spot.
3: I'm going to go just over. I'll go with uh, 51 points. Very neat. One and a half point per game sort of rate. So yeah, well done, Vegas. Pretty solid number because that would
1: mm. be around where I would well, project they, them to go. Pretty but much. I think getting getting at a getting into the forties is is not shouldn't be a problem. Um, you don't. But, uh, yeah, I, I would actually go over. I I kind of see these guys. I think the first couple games are gonna be are gonna be rough to watch, but they'll hit their groove. And if the machine can get going as early as I think it will. They'll struggle against top teams, but they'll start racking up points, and, and most importantly, they'll get them on the road. Ooh! I know, heady stuff. What
2: dream world, are you living in? Uh,
1: yeah. Well, you can, know. Can
2: I rent some time share there?
1: Or? Um, maybe you should see our football club. They're going to win a lot of points on the road. Mm. Uh, yeah. So playoffs. I know we kind of touched on playoffs. Do you guys see them making the playoffs?
2: Are I still it's, see them making yeah. the first round.
3: Yeah. Both of us we we'll have a, we'll do the wild card thing see what happens agreed how far just get her home and away leg
1: and that's it Turn I
2: over. think they're just in and out yeah
0: so hard to tell who knows injuries whether they're hot or not in that last couple of weeks that's all you got to be in Any league with a playoff structure it's, it
1: can be mediocre for the first two thirds of it but if you catch hot the right time you can you can run the table effectively. Until you come up
3: against Dominic Kinnear, so going, uh, we'll to Houston. You know, we'll, we'll outplay Houston, but lose to them probably uh, in, so like the, the first round proper. Boyer's Cup. It's like
0: like I could see them winning.
2: Yes, I think they reclaim it.
3: And, and that being said, um
1: subsequent Concacaf Champions League, or as I'm now calling it, Conkins League. Nice. I really want to show. Concubine them, yeah. League? Can we have a concubine? <laughs> League? A okay. concubine.
3: We are the
1: concubine. I here for your pleasure. Huh. So the Concubine League, how far are we going? I I, I resent Resents on the draw. I still resent those the three-team pools. Yeah. I right. think that's oh, yeah. the stupidest yeah. thing.
0: Four was just nice enough. We play shockingly well against the Mexicans. Yeah. And we draw away to the Nicaraguan team who comes to BMO and beats us 1-0. Yep. And we are eliminated. Wow. There you go, people. No Not need yet. to watch.
1: Bring, <laughs> them. Bring them on Nexus Celtic. I like those guys. <laughs> They're a good foil. I just, I just want to
3: play joke Public
2: Oh, Just because. Yeah. yeah, I
3: agree. Mm. They really need to get in the culture and of like, who, the friendship who, who, scarves. Who wouldn't get that half and half scarf? Yeah, I who? totally want one since GFC GFC Joe Public. Joe Public. Come
0: I, on! I want uh-huh. Limon FC. Oh, Limon FC. The lemon in yes. a tornado. I want
1: to see what that lemon in a tornado looks like on a jacket scarf. Because yeah. <laughs> that has got to be a mess of pixels
0: mm. on the end of it. That would be beautiful.
1: <laughs> I, I think they'll get into the knockout. I could see them going semis in Concubine League because we're not going to run into three successive Mexican teams. Thank like, go.
0: No, we'll run into San Jose Earthquakes instead. <laughs> exactly.
1: Oh, no, no. We're going to go out in the semis to San Jose Earthquakes. Yeah, which American more...
3: teams have? Well, DC United's in it this year. We, That's who we, we go we're up We're just going to get against DC to United. And, yeah. Um, Revenge so, but for you, that You game. think semifinals, you think we will match Aaron Vinter's magnificent 2012 team? Oh, That was such a fun run. Come on. It was fantastic. It was yeah, magical. Uh, I was already I looking at flights to.
1: Right I was looking at flights to Tokyo, thinking, "All right, let's go to the World Club Championship. Ooh. We're gonna go crash out to whoever the Oceanic team is." But I'll still get to say I saw Barcelona play, which would be neat. Looking at the list of of odds for MLS Shh, who needs odds. Uh, yeah. Toronto is listed at a palatable 10 to 1. That's pretty good. We're in, we're in the same boat with Seattle Sounders. Ahead of us are the really? Galaxy. That, head... That's a bit of a joke. That's really wrong.
2: Uh, uh, it's, uh, we are not now. No.
1: She'll take a compliment where I can get it. Ahead of us is uh, Los Angeles Galaxy at 11 to 2. Harrison Extreme Beverage is 6 to 1. Sporting Kansas City, 6 to 1. Portland Timber 7 to 1. Yeah, I'm tough. taking this away from you. That's fine. That's, mm-hmm. that's some pretty nice company to be in, given that usually
3: we're at the 40 to 50 to 1 range. Wow. A big um, with or, however,
2: we're not yeah. going to win it. So, who do you think is going to win it, Duncan?
3: Uh, I we're we talking MLS Cup. or spot Shield. Ooh, supporter Shield first place. Oh, oh, Ooh, spot Shield. Sporting Kansas City. Oh. I concur wholeheartedly. I'm I'm going to go with Harrison Extreme Beverage.
1: I can see that happening. Nothing's changed with them.
2: Tony.
0: Galaxy are back. Bruce Ooh, Arena wants revenge. Really, Arena's
2: Ooh. revenge. Well then. Before right.
0: he quits his job and becomes Toronto C manager. and
2: you very much. That's true. All right, MLS Cup winner.
3: New York Red Bulls. Get the oh, hell they, out they of here. They me. finally, yeah, I mean, you know, they, they, they have Richard Eckersley. Work. There you go. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Red Bull then. Sorry, I forgot about <laughs> X. Yeah. You know, they, they finally got, a, got they themselves a proper red. trophy and, you know, now they'll move on from that particular hump and uh, get the MLS Cup.
2: Oh, intriguing. Tony?
0: Chicago Fire, because it makes no sense. <laughs> Just like the MLS Cup. It's a silly beast. <laughs> that
2: is the silliest beast of all, Touché. Marcus.
1: Um, yeah, I'm gonna go Red Bull. Uh, are you people, that Grizzlies plays for them. They largely feel like the team that's got unfinished business. I, this is probably going to be the year they get it done. I, instinct, history, patterns—like I just see them finally doing the business.
3: And you know, even if none of those things happen. You know, this is MLS, there's rules, there's this happens, you know, what Don Don Garber wants to happen, happens. New York City FC coming in next year, they're the big team, set it up, MLS champs versus New York City, Don Garber would, his pants would explode, so he'll find a way to make it happen. That's a mess.
2: Wow, that makes my pick seem really, like, not sexy. My pick's the Timbers.
3: You, you, Don his pants exploding is sexy. Interesting. <laughs> <I do>. That's <laughs> interesting. That's the story. Commissioner Don Grabber It's
0: quite right, the manly come man. Come
2: on. No, I think the Timbers. That's my, uh, that's my choice for the winner.
0: Not enough lumber in the world.
1: The way you were going on about uh, New York City FC, I thought you were going to start giving us a wrestling breakdown of, of how you see a gimmick being played out. Like, New York City FC runs in with a chair, takes out Tara Reed, stands over to him, sets up for WrestleMania. Like, if it's that just felt uh, like all oh, that seems more you than you reasonable gotta, to me. Tell me more of the storyline. Why?
0: Oh you know, like I'm all for and anything it, where Thierry Henry gets hit with a chair. Oh hell yeah.
3: yeah! MLS Cup fast in a penalty shootout. So you know, New York Red Bulls lose. The opposing goalie, whoever it is, saves the last penalty. Rips off his shirt. He's got a New York City shirt. And turn. Heel he'll... Oh,
2: he'll turn. Wooden spoon. Down here.
3: Chivas. Nothing's gonna change. Exactly.
2: Does anyone not think she
3: Oh, yeah,
1: no, I'm, I'm gonna go against your agreement. I'm gonna go against uh, I'm gonna pick the other LA team, what are they calling? Underachievas. Underachievous, <laughs> <laughs> Under that's the one. Yeah. Under Achievus. Pick, pick, pick a Galaxy B. <laughs> yeah.
2: Just thought, just in case someone thought someone was about to completely. Yeah, y'all, y'all fall y'all to as well,
3: yeah. No, you're gonna oh. come on,
0: no, you have to pick something else. All
2: right, why do I have to pick something else? Because you're last. Why do I also have to pick something else? Because you're last.
0: This! Mm. Oh, no. Thank you. <laughs> Thank
2: you for marking the.
0: Who's the black sheep? What's the black sheep? Know who I am or when I'm coming so you sleep Wasn't in my wasn't in his sphere So
1: yesterday we were told that one of the great legends of Bermudan football Reginald Thompson <laughs> Lamb of the Bermudan Rams, mm. Yes. He was put on waivers The hit and miss, then miss again, then miss some more midfielder Went on his game, was a massive influence But more often than not, he looked like filler for the roster So on a scale of 1-10 to 10, we're like, in 6 yeah, it's going to be 1 yeah, to 6 no, scale yeah, 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 on. a scale of 1 to 10 where 10 is we can't live without him and 1 is worse than missed out where would you put Reggie Lamb in the Parthenon of TSC Legends also
3: if you rate him higher than a 6 you will be asked to leave and never return so I, yeah. I am going with a 1 to 6 scale um, within that I'm going to go 1.5 Ooh. voyager's cup 2012 clinching goal that gets him to .5 ouch
0: I'm going 1.6 oh, because it's 1 and 6. Mm. All he was, was good for. One of the finer points that Paul Mariner left yeah. in his wake. Yeah, that Reggie Lem was the ultimate 1 and 6 player, although I think that was far too, too uh, generous. I think this year we had him at his, uh, 1 and 20. I think we worked Yeah, it was good for And 20, that's 12. just math. Yeah. And if there's one thing science. this podcast is about, it's math and science.
2: Yes, true. Well, I was going to go 1 and Dinosaur 6. Because... Uh, yeah. 66 appearances, thank you very much. goodness!
1: I'm giving him a three. I'm not really going to go for fancy decimal points. It's a ten-point skill. It's just going to move away
2: from you now. I can't be tainted by okay, this look, giving was, of threes to Reggie Lamb. Look, three, three is still a, a terrible player,
1: okay? Three is still a mediocre, beyond mediocre player.
2: It's Secretly...
1: I, let's put it this way. I, there's a lot. There, <laughs> there are other players I could honestly say I would. There are many players in TFC history <sighs> that I would rate far lower than him. And and to be honest, a three is not a compliment. It's still not a. For a, goodness. A, a compliment. Uh, it's it's terrible. He was here way too long. Yes. And now, now is, he's gone. Yay.
2: As is hey. the Toron- hey. things that are
1: Toronto see in MLS.
3: You usually have to just well deal with them until the season's over. A fair point, though. In fairness to him, that's what you're going to get for sixty thousand dollars at the back end of your MLS squad. Yeah. Hopefully, we can bring in someone who'll be better than him. But
2: we have we have we have a strong suggestion as to who's coming mm. in. Issy is uh, making his way to the squad. Not one hundred percent confirmed, but
3: this was supposed to be done weeks ago.
2: Exactly. And Bez might as well have done the mm. big conspiracy wink at me last night when i asked about that
1: so did he go a wink after he said it
2: pretty much hello talk would you like to see him <laughs> yeah. as part Pillow of
1: the team with tim
2: well
3: so he, he's actually you're music. the one that is determining TFC's signings from here apparently yeah if you weren't uh, enthusiastic enough it's all right forget it yeah, Felizia, for her, yeah the fans she said no like she said she doesn't want to the yeah, like that yeah, no fuck no. yeah
2: no not signed
1: Alright, puns. Let's get him out. <laughs>
0: we're we're this is the yeah. saddest part of Dredgila Lamb Leaving. He is quite oh. quite easily the best yeah. pun meat we've had at TFC in all the years.
3: Mm-hmm. Puns don't come sheep. No. Oh.
0: You're mowing my grass here. Oh.
3: Yeah, I
2: know. Uh Nelly had a little lamb. One more, more go around. Oh.
0: a puns like like the twenty twenty one pun salute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're not doing 21.
3: He put the meh in meh. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: mutton ventured, mutton gained. That's fine. Hey, we're we we're, we're no. good. Um, I wasn't gonna miss all those awkward moments between Nelson and and when Brocky was around, just staring him down, figuring out how they were gonna <laughs> eat him and who was gonna bring the mint jelly from home. Those but, kiwis. Yeah,
3: they they <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they love
1: they it. They love that one. Oh, jeez. You know, but I, I I can't speak for 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 Kristen and Duncan, but on on. Tony's behalf, I would like to say uh, from the Yorkies, we will genuinely miss your contributions to all of our match reports and, and
0: other things. So, buh bye to you.
1: <laughs>
2: hey. I'm out. We're out? Wow, that, out. That's,
0: that's weak. I know, that's weak. Wow, you have My nothing? Brain, the no, the I, man leaves town, you have nothing?
2: I know, I'm really... Well, I for one, He's on the land, I think it, I'm it, sad. This is you, a man's life should, we're talking should, about. Well, and saying, I, I don't want to make bah, puns.
0: You know, this is an awful loss to the footballing community. You know, talk is sheep. Yay.
3: Oh. <laughs> it's not you
2: a fun that, but but I will miss the uh, I will miss the opportunity for Lamb and uh, Rod Ford to have a patois off. So mm,
3: a patois? We will at least always have his Twitter. That'll be nice. Yeah, I, I removed it oh. already. Too <laughs> So, so that was cold, man. <laughs> hey, hey, hey!
0: He you got got waved from Twitter. Yeah, no,
1: <laughs> you think football's tough? Social media. That's cutthroat. All right, so I think we're pretty much uh, done here with episode 27. What are you guys working on? Tony, what you got coming up? Down the pipe.
0: I have got a valid transfer, and I'll be riding the Dufferin 29 bus with Andrea Lombardo. Okay, nice.
3: Harding expose, uh, Danny Dicchio. He does have hair. Uh, by the time you, you've you all read this, you will all care. Delivered. All right, fine.
1: Um, I'll go next. So the last few days, I've been speaking with animal enclosure experts, trying to get a definitive answer to the question Though we still have Bitchy the hawk and the Bemo black cat, does TFC still qualify as a petting suit after losing its only lamb? Follow question. Do, do you need both two animals? So I don't know. I think it, it's a tax thing. I just want to get to the bottom well, of it. I think it's important. I am fascinated. Thank you, thank yeah. you, Kristen. What you have.
2: I am actually looking into uh, this is this is for uh, the other half of the table really uh, kit design and removable maple leaves.
3: Ooh, mm. ooh! If as, they... as as a
2: fourth kit option, or you know, as a, as an alternate to the third kit, so that those customizable kits mm. like they...
0: stickers, exactly puffy stickers with googly eyes scratch and sniff
3: so you, you mm. buy they smell like maple, maple. syrup so you, you buy a plain kit like and it comes with like 5,000 maple leaf exactly. stickers you, you place, place them where, them where you, you want. want Exactly. oh don't
1: Does now, sp- now, now does this technology exist because I'm looking at expanding my wardrobe of kits
0: she spoke to a company they assured her they can do it <laughs> but has it been done already
2: I haven't seen the demo yet but I've been told that it will work within six days now in the
1: European
3: Premier League do they do this with kits already? <laughs>
0: They stick maple leaves on everyone.
1: Okay,
3: well I'm convinced. Ed, every kid at Wembley has this technology. Uh-huh. And City.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. If you have any questions for us, please leave a comment on our blog, which you can find at VocalMinorityPodcast.blogspot.ca, or you can send us a, a message over Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Vocal Minority Pod, spelled V-O-C-L Minority Pod. Thank you very much for listening, and as always. Get used to it, Toronto.
0: Fagundes. Well, look at her get in there. Yeah, this bachelor chow.
1: Oh, Fagundes.
0: She's the they're, sink.
1: They're going through the window to the other
0: apartment through like, the I'm looking glass. Looking
1: the... <laughs> I'm like, are you reading the signs? Sign she has the a
2: man.
0: What? Nice. Does she? Oh, yeah. Not tonight. So nice she doesn't. Oh. Not yet.
1: <laughs> Not in this apartment.
0: <laughs> Does she have a podcaster? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Have you heard of... I'm on iTunes. <laughs> I For
3: goodness! God damn it. Oh, is your he's boyfriend on it iTunes? I Oh, no, for-, for goodness! Be your private podcast. Your podcast for money. <laughs> Subscribe to me. Podcast for money.
1: Broadcast <laughs> <laughs> what you
3: want me to do. That's my Tina turd, folks. Let's just hope he's not a leaky condo. Vancouver Joe, for all you Vancouver listeners. Probably a Vancouver circa 1999 joke for all you Vancouver listeners. Leaky condos. They were huge there. Okay, I'm going to put
1: crickets. And- yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next on the British Columbia Real Estate Podcast. <laughs>
1: Argentinians yeah. in the market for housing. Yay.